On this edition of Magic Pod Squad, presented by Kia, we catch up with a couple of fan favorites. Former Magic players Daryl Armstrong and Bo Outlaw. Daryl Armstrong is currently the assistant coach for the Dallas Mavericks, getting ready for their playoff run, and Bo Outlaw is currently the community ambassador for the Orlando Magic. And since Orlando is playing the Milwaukee Bucks in the postseason this year, we turn it all the way back to when the Magic first played the Bucks in the postseason, 2001. And Daryl Armstrong and Bo Outlaw were a part of those teams, going against Ray Allen, Sam Cassell, Glenn Robinson, and the mighty second-seeded Milwaukee Bucks. And we go even a year earlier. It was that same Milwaukee Bucks team that ended the heart and hustle season for the Orlando Magic, one of the favorite in Magic history. So lots of terrific stories, as you can imagine. Unbelievable interaction between Daryl and Bo on this edition of Magic Pod Squad, presented by Kia. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. And this podcast is presented to you by the all-new Seltos SUV from Kia, official vehicle of the Orlando Magic. Give it everything, and oh, is this going to be fun. Join the Magic Pod Squad couple of former Magic players, a couple of former and current fan favorites. Daryl Armstrong, 14 NBA seasons, nine with the Magic, now an assistant coach for the Dallas Mavericks, and Bo Outlaw, community ambassador for the Magic, 15 NBA seasons and eight with the Orlando Magic. It's good to see you guys, and Daryl got a playoff game here today, Daryl. You, you look good. Are you ready for tonight against the Clippers? Uh, I'm always ready. I just hope I guys are ready, and uh... – <laughs> So it's, it's exciting to, um, you know, get back to the playoffs and get back to basketball because this is our first time in three years being in the playoffs. So I'm very excited and looking forward to, you know, our guys competing and going hard. Well, listen, uh, David Steele had the idea a couple of days ago, since we're playing the Bucks, there's some history. There's some bad blood with the Milwaukee Bucks, namely that heart and hustle team, and then the 2000-2001 team after that. Yep. And we just thought we should sit here and revisit some of that. Are you guys good with that? We're good with it. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's start. <laughs> then I want to start, Darrell. I want you to take us back to just to kind of set the, team, set, set the tone a little bit. That heart and hustle year. You guys are playing so mm. well. You, you're right. You captured the attention of the entire country. Uh, in the second to last game of the year, you need a win over those oh, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Right. So both. Yeah. All right. So yeah. both of you guys weigh in. All right. Take us to that second to last game of the year. It was a heartbreaker. We you've were. Already we were... Sent, you've already sent Bo into the abyss here. Look how de- he's depressed. <laughs> well, yeah. He's already yeah. He's having a good day, and now he's depressed. We got to stir, stir up that hatred. Twenty years long. later, he's still depressed. Yeah. That, that, that game really hurt. That hurt. Yeah. That that did, and uh, but it was it was it was incredible to me, um, because the, that that. That game right there, uh, our fans, we had extra fans come out that night and pack that arena in. It was a, it was an incredible feeling just to be in that situation. Uh, even though we came up short, we uh, we gave the fans a um, something to always cheer about when we um, we was on that floor. And so uh, it was a it was a I can still see Chucky Atkins taking that last shot and that ball that ball getting knocked down down the court. And uh, oh my God. And I heard the horn go off, and I just – I broke down. But uh, I was still proud of our, our guys because, you know, 
you know, the media only picked us to win 10 games. No more than 10 games that year. We ended up winning 41, 41 games. So, you know, um, and then my other story was when we played Milwaukee, um, that year I had I had a bad growing pool. And, um, you know, I, I, I was I was so patched up and I basically pulled, pulled my leg down the floor. And, uh, you know, and, and Milwaukee had – and I had to guard Ray Allen. And I had to apologize to T-Mac because I got T-Mac dunked on by Ray Allen because I couldn't move my feet. <laughs> and I, I told T-Mac, I said, that's my fault, man. I apologize, man. <laughs> and uh, right now, you can go on, on YouTube and people are always send it to me. Hey, Daryl, you got dunked on. And I said, me and T-Mac got dunked on. So. <laughs> but, um, and that was, and you know, what was crazy? That was a crazy series right there, too. Um, we ended up getting beat 3-1. Uh, but that's the, that's when we got into it uh, on our sideline, and and D Brown was about to check in the game. He was at the score table, and by us getting into it right there in front of our bench, D Brown came in the game, and he got suspended the next game for that for for just walking in the game and uh, just being at the scores table. So which was the craziest situation. I always remember that. But um, you know, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully the Magic can you know gear up and. And do some do some special things because uh, at the end of the day, all you want to do is get a chance to be in the playoffs and play for a championship. And they here. Bo, well, what do you remember about that uh, that game? Milwaukee won, uh, knocked you guys out of the playoffs. As I recall, uh, we fell behind big early, something like 19 points right out of the gate. I mean, within five minutes of the national anthem, it looked like it was uh, it was you're in big trouble. But you guys fought back. What do you remember about that game? Yeah, like I said, we came out the game. I don't know if we, we were just still in the locker room, but they came out and we got down 20. And uh, coach called Tom. I was like, hey, man, we can we got to play this game like we know we're capable of. And <clears throat> we came together and started playing. And guys made shots and made plays. And it was one of the hardest games to play because you knew what was on the line and the intensity was so hot. I mean, guys was hitting each other. Guys was making plays. Like Dallas say. I was getting dunked on, but no one cared about it because we were all trying to get this win and fighting so hard that you would step up and make the next play. Like Dad said, that shot, that's what – I think the only thing I really remember is that shot. Chucky, Chucky's chance, yeah. yeah oh, my God. That would have won the He's game. He's at the top of the key, and, and I've never seen a rebound roll to the other end of the court, <laughs> and no one could catch it. Like, it was unbelievable. You, you know you what I remember? Down. I remember. Uh, I remember Daryl just hitting the floor. Daryl went down yeah. to the yeah. floor and just yeah. on his hands and knees. Daryl, you just you you would what? You just giving it all you had, and there was no more, huh? Nothing left nah. in the tank. And um, you know what was crazy, Dave um, and Bo probably remember this. Um, one of our coaches, assistant coaches, Johnny Davis, um, he did the pregame prep, and he gave us a speech that kind of. You know, everybody was emotional before the game. Yeah. You could just see it. We came out. We, I think we were still trying to get ourselves together from yeah. that speech. And uh, he called each and every one player out like they told you you couldn't do this. But, but I don't know how he did his homework, but he did his homework on each and every guy. And <laughs> and um, by the time we got out there and got a warm-up, we still had – Sniffing tears and sniffing tears. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on, man. We gotta get our stuff. And, and, and like you say, we looked up. We looked up. And I'm like, damn, we down 2019. We need the point. And and what was what was incredible was our bench 
uh, Chucky Atkins, uh, Pat Garrity. Pat Garrity. They, came, they came in and gave us a spark and got us back in that game. I remember Pat Garrity coming down the middle and dunking it. Oh yeah. man, he had the crowd going crazy. But um, yeah, it was it was it was a crazy crazy beginning and a crazy ending. But you know, like you said, um, that Hard and Hustle team, uh, people will always remember. And it's crazy how, like I said, it, it, it's like anywhere I go in Orlando, I'm in a bubble. I, I'm, I'm getting, you know, we love the Hard and Hustle team and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just it, it's going. It, it was always it's gonna always be crazy for me and Bo and. Uh, Monty Williams, um, yeah. you know, guys, Chucky Atkins, Bo, uh, ben, Bo Outlaw, Ben Wallace, those guys, you know, it's part of that heart and hustle. And, uh, you know, even 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 when we probably could have used one more weapon and he was injured, which was, was crazy, was was we traded for Chauncey Bullock. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah, he never got a chance to play because he had never. surgery. But if we would have had him, it, it, it could have made a big difference as well. But, you know. <laughs> We had enough, and we, we, we gave it a shot, but, you know, we came up short. Hey, Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limit. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message has been brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. You know who no one ever mentions is Ron Mercer, and I don't blame you because I'd forgotten he was part of that too. Um, but do you guys, Daryl and Bo, do you guys feel if you don't make that move, if you kept Tariq Abdul-Wahad and Chris Gatling, I mean, those guys were playing so well at the start of the year. Don't, don't you feel like those two guys would have been enough if you kind of just kept that thing rolling? Well, um, yeah, I, I, I really do. Um, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Gatling was the instant offense. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy that, you know, he could score down low and and um, Tarek Wahid, he, he could defend. I mean, he was putting guys uh, in retirement with the way he played defense. And he had confidence yeah. offensively. He was knocked down some shots. I mean, he wasn't the best shooter, but he still could knock down shots. And yeah. you could you could see he was gaining confidence as we go. And I just never forget, you know, when we played that Penny first game back and, and they did the trade during the game. And uh, we went up – to New York the next night with only eight players, but was it New York or Washington? It was New York. I ain't gonna never forget that one. When we beat them by twenty, <laughs> we, we, yeah, we by won 20. the game. No, we won the game. Yeah. We won the game by twenty with eight players, and that was Chucky Atkins basically coming out party. Yeah. Uh, he had it going, and so we would go one four flat, and them little pigeon toes was hitting that little crossover and was pulling that jumper, and yeah, we ended up beating them by twenty. So. <laughs> You know that that was our type of that was the type of team we had where you can just see guys just just continue to grow confidence and then um, you know they made the trade which you know I didn't like to be honest with you because um, I thought Chris Gatlin was giving us something that we needed uh, instant offense off off off, uh, off the bench and and I thought Tari Whitehead was giving us something as well but you know Ron Mercer played well for us and I, you know, no no nothing against him but he he played well for us but I just thought defensively we had what we need to have. And, yes. um, you know, that trade was crazy. Yeah. Tariq was a better defender, Bob, yes. So, Daryl and Bo, go ahead. Go ahead. well, I was going to say one of the, uh, the the points of contention in that, in that series was between the two head coaches, um, Doc and George Carl, not really getting along. George Carl questioned whether Doc should have been a head coach because he was coming out of the telephone, television uh, booth instead of you know paying his dues coming up as an assistant um 
What do you guys remember about that? And I just knowing Doc and the competitive nature that he has, um, did he ever say anything about George Carl or any of that? Was it personal for him? No, I didn't know me. No, that this is this is this is new to me right here, Jeff. I, I, didn't, right know, I didn't know that. I just found out just oh, now yeah. with you. I, just, I, know, I knew nothing about this. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah apparently that. Yeah, go ahead. There apparently was a lot of history between those two guys. So let me ask you guys this. So you guys both played under the legendary Chuck Daly, and then you, you're, you, Chuck is leaving, and you find out that Doc Rivers now is going to be your head coach. What was your immediate reaction when you found out that a former player like Doc, who had never coached a game in the NBA, was going to be your head coach going into that hard hustle season? I was cool with it because uh, I knew what type of player he was. Uh, he was very intense. And I think we found that out from the first couple of days of practice. We all was going at it. And Coach, he, he would just stand there and, and let us figure it out. And he didn't say much. But for Dell, he was he was a guard, so they had a great relationship. Like, them two was always talking about something. He was like, Dell, come in. I'm like, all right. So, Dell handled all, the, all the, the communication part on the court. And I'd just be yelling on, back, on the baseline about who's in this position or whatever. But when he got there, I was excited because he came in with a positive attitude and the energy and effort was going to be there. Like, he just laid it flat out. We don't work. And I think nobody had no problem with it. And I think he did mention those 10 games that they said we were supposed to win. And that, that, that also helped a little bit. Yeah, and it, it was, um, you know, for me, your, to me, your best – players who trans, transform onto being a coach is usually your point guards uh, because they understand they understand the game. They understand <laughs> Your power you know, forward No, nah, I'm a little hurt power on that. Forward. I'm a little hurt. Oh. No, nah, nah, we, we tell we tell otherwise. We tell I don't know, bro. I, you know, I had a little success as a high school coach. I'm sorry, big fellas. Uh, usually, <laughs> and, but you know what? And also, usually, role players. Like you say, Jeff, you were successful. You understand role player is very important. You you know you got your superstars. I just think that um, your role players understand the game a lot better than just guys just going out there jacking the basketball up. Uh, we understand how to, to set guys up. We understand how to, to uh, defend. We understand how to set screens. Um, so I, I always looked at a uh, uh, point guard, especially being some pretty good coaches to me. Uh, and like Doc, Doc, Doc was in Atlanta, so he had a lot of weapons around him. So he he learned that you know he's got to get this guy the ball, Dominique. He's got to get such such the ball. Uh, so you know, and then he's got to look for his shot if he got a shot. But uh, to me, um, it didn't surprise me. Uh, I wish I would have told me. I would have got them boxing gloves for George Carr and uh, Doc Rivers at, yes, at half court. <laughs> Let him just go. You know, just, but, well, uh, you know, as I remember, I'm, I think uh, I think Bo needed boxing gloves with Sam Cassell in game three, didn't you, that's Bo? That's right. Remember that? Yeah, that was, that was a defense. Hey, I was taking care of my – I think Dow was involved in it. I was just trying to take care of my guard, man. But nah, 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 was, don't put me – don't put me in. I don't want to get fined. <laughs> they, they still finding people. I don't want to get fined. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was, They'd find you if that, anybody listened to this. Nobody listens to this. It's fine. Listen, <laughs> fine. That, that, that's true because, you know, that was – it's the playoffs, man. There was a lot of intensity there. And uh, me and Sam were good friends. Like, he, 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 we both went to JUCO. We played in Houston in the summertime, so I knew him. But 
when we was in this game right here, it was it was a lot going on, a lot of jaw jacking and a lot of elbows. And we got caught up on the side over there. And he grabbed my shirt. And I think I still had that jersey. And it ripped. And I, it was just like, hey, man, I'm not the guy. And I think Scott Williams might have been trying to pull me from the back. And I wasn't budging. That's who so. it was. That's exactly. Who it was. We, we, it was, I was, I was like locked in. Like it was, it was very intense. I knew I had somebody in my corner. That was going to be there in the mix coming up, but that's what type of T- team we T- had. T-Mac, T-Mac, T-Mac came in there as well, so. You know I'm saying, you know. and T-Mac was, he was new to this environment, and when I think we played that series, he was like, man, I like this, and Dad was like, hey, this is what we're going to do, and he he bought in right away, and you got a guy that good, willing to buy in, and, and he he actually took a step back in Milwaukee. I don't know what game or what game was that. He ended up giving me the ball like three straight plays. I, I scored, but I was like, man, I'm tired. Like, don't give me the ball no more. Like, <laughs> like hold on, man. Like, I, can't, I don't know how you do this, get the ball every possession and get a bucket. Like, nah, I'm good, man. So, yeah. You, you know what's un- unbelievable? He was 21 years old. He was 21 years old. He took that was? series over. T-Mac. T-Mac. Wow. That means, that that means I'm, I'm old. We're all getting up there. That's crazy you say that, Dave. I, I never knew that. Uh, at that he time. was 21 at the time? 21. Wow. Yeah. Well, take that's, us into that's, that. That's it. So you're the 2001 series. Now you guys get to play them in the playoffs, right? The, you had you had played them that year before, but you got Tracy McGrady with you, as you mentioned, and he drops 33 in that first game. Pat Garrity had an unbelievable series. That guy made big yeah. shots for you for you guys as well. But just kind of take us. You're in Milwaukee. I think it's a four point game with two minutes left in game one. They're the you're, they're the two seed. You're the seven seed. They're, they're supposed to take. It's supposed to take you guys out easily in a best of five series, but you made it very difficult. What do you remember going into that series in that first game? I remember this. I remember the first play of the ball game since they knew I had a groin injury. And they usually don't do this. I know they don't do this with Ray Allen. They post him up right away on me. And they went right to me in the post. And Ray Allen never posts up. And uh, as soon as he did that, my, my groin was feeling good. You know, I had a couple of things going on. You know, I, <laughs> so my yeah, drama feels good. That was good. Good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, my reaction was <laughs> real fast because he was coming at me, and I could feel it go out again. I was like, wow. I was like, yeah, the first play of the ball game. But, um, you know, it, it was it was a good series. I mean, I, you know, all, all the games came down to, um, you know, the fourth quarter. But uh, I never forget game four. I came out and I, I didn't realize it. I was basically just pulling my leg along. Um, and I was r- scrapped up. I had 16 points in the first half. I was, I was playing well and, and I didn't have nothing, nothing in the tank with my leg and, uh, and I didn't even score the second half. And I, I finished the game with 16. So I, I felt kind of bad because I couldn't help my teammates. I couldn't help, you know, uh, and do the things that I was used to doing. And so that's always, that's always hard and tough, especially when you're going into a, uh, series banged up, you know, and I, I wasn't, you know, fully at, at strength, and uh, they took advantage of it. I'm not going to lie to you. They took advantage of it, and I don't blame them because first thing I'm going to do is I know somebody's injured. I'm going right at them, <laughs> the defensively and offensively. So, uh, 
But that 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 was probably mine. Phones off, please. That's a fine. That's a fine. <laughs> not here. Unfortunately, that's the big guy that was uh, that never would make a great coach. Not smart enough to turn my phone off. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, see, cash out, Jeff, cash out, everybody, $10. <laughs> I like this game. I like this hey, good game. You know what you I know like? Funny so you can, go ahead, Bo, go ahead, Bo. No, I remember the one thing, we we were in this, this playoff series, and I think, uh, I don't know if it was game two or three, and they interviewed Tracy, and they made the comment about Glenn Ryder Big Dog, and they called him Puppy Dog. Oh, I, that's he, what I was going to ask you. That's right. I forgot about that. He was in his ear like this. Like, I'm in this phone right now. He was in his ear like this. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 hey. I handle you. I, I got you. I ain't going to do with you. <laughs> and after that comment, the whole – I think everything changed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what What happened? Where did this come from? Someone bought – I'm like, he said, what? And <laughs> – 21 years old, though. 21 years old. <laughs> yeah, man. And after that – Glenn Robinson, he kind of started getting his little mojo back. I'm like, he had to. Hey, he he was tested by a 21 hey. year old, <laughs> and, and he responded because uh, the next couple of games he came in and get for bucket for bucket. Like he was the probably the worst defender on the court because he was actually guarding me because they were I didn't get the ball and we actually posted me up and I was getting buckets. So he was. I'm like, yeah, he. I got one, so I knew I had a mouse in the house when he was going. But the other end of the court, yeah, he was a problem. And after that comment, that's that's what I remember. Like, what just happened? And why? Why would you say that? Well, you had seventeen. You had both. Bo got you. Got Bo got you seventeen in that second game, Daryl. That that's hey. the game. That I, Hold I on, wait, seventeen in a game or seventeen for the series? Seventeen in a game. In a game. What? <laughs> Hey, hey, Jordan, I think I averaged a double-double that game. I know, that I'm just messing with you. I'm hey. just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just getting hey, a shot hey. in. He should have asked for the ball more, too. I'm disappointed yeah. in you both. I'm very hey. disappointed in he you. He just said he was tired, D.A. Too much offense hey, on his I got part. three straight shots. I was gassed. Yeah, <laughs> I was gassed. <laughs> three I straight I don't think uh, – and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't score, you know, my high is 35, and, and I don't have a couple 30-points game with, with the Magic, but – I don't think people realize how tough and how much energy you have to use to score the basketball. I, I commend those guys, man. It's yeah. I commend Tracy McGrady, and you got guys all over you. I'd be usually tired out there, and I, and you know, I always play both ends of the floor and picked up full yeah. court. So probably maybe that's why some of my energy would be gone. But um, it, it's amazing to me uh, when you score twenty-five to thirty points and how much it drains you after the game. And, and uh, so I, that's why I say it's amazing that these guys are very special to do it. And, uh, you know, from Kobe to Jordan to T-Mac, uh, Vince Carter, yo, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing task. Yeah. You know what? Go ahead, it's even harder. It's even harder when the game plan is to stop you from scoring it. That's yeah, true, too. You still exactly. do it. Yep. Yep. You know, thinking about that series – I don't know how much you guys remember about this, but I think Tim Thomas was oh. maybe maybe the X factor in the series, yeah. you know, because Ray Allen, you, you've got Cassell Allen and Glenn Robinson, but Tim Thomas made huge plays time That's after play. time in that series. Yeah. Big shot. Yeah. He was that type of player. He was an old school player. with a, He had a very, very smooth game. It never looked like he was making a lot of effort, but the results is always there. And it's, yeah. 
like you say, he would hit a timely three-point or get a rebound, a putback, a mid, mid-range pull-up or up and under. I'm like, this dude had a variety of moves on any part of the court that he can make a play of. And it, yeah, that, was a good, that was a good basketball and, and team. And, and did, they have, did they have Michael Red at the time? No, I don't think no, so. No, they didn't have Michael Red there. Oh, okay. They had Urban Johnson down there filing people. Urban Johnson and filing yeah. people. Darvin Ham was hammering people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they had a good They had a good squad. I mean, you got to look at it, too. They had Sam Cassell, Ray Allen, and uh, Glenn Big Dog Robinson. So, just imagine. That's like a big three right there. And then yeah. they, got, they got a guy named Tim Thomas yeah. who's just as athletic and can shoot the basketball. We had him here in Dallas. And man, he was he he played so well for us here in Dallas um, a couple of years ago, and he was shooting the basketball so well. And so, you know, it didn't surprise me because uh, you know all you got to do is go out there and find your find your niche because you know somebody was going double team Ray Allen, they was going double team Glenn Robinson, and then you just got to find that ball to swing, swing and shot. Jeff, Jeff, you remember swing, swing, shot? You remember swing? swing? I love it. I, I, hey. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry Reynolds used to say, "I ain't no swinger." I'd be like. Somebody's got to swing it. So Somebody's got to. <laughs> Somebody's got to swing it. Hey, swing that, it. Just that, so it swings that, back to me sometimes. That, that, hey, there you go. We we be in that corner waiting. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> they got to leave somebody open, don't they, Daryl? Yes, indeed. Can't yes, guard hey, I don't know about this. I was never on the end of that. I was you're always the swing. swing you're guy. the swing guy. You're, you're the, the first swing guy. guy. <laughs> it's the first, first that's one. right. The first step is hey. to know you're the swing guy. As long as you know you're the swing guy, it's fine. You have no problem. Yeah, so Joe, accept your role as Joe, a swinger. You got to accept hey, your Joe, role. This is what I used to do, uh, Jeff. I used to love to hit hit Tracy McGrady or if it was Penny at that time, Penny in the post. And I'm not going to stand right there. I'm cutting through because I want to get to the corner because I know yeah. they're going to come double team and that ball is going to swing, swing, and come to the corner. Just be ready to shoot. <laughs> and Bo, be ready to swing. Oh, you just described, oh, you just described my, my last four years in the NBA right there. That <laughs> is. Stand in the corner. Go stand in the corner. I've been, I've been there with you, Jeff. I've been there with you. <laughs> hey, Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limit. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message has been brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. You know what's funny? I'm looking at this. Daryl said he's dragging his leg around. You guys gave so much all year. Tracy's exhausted from scoring. That game three that you guys win in overtime, it's in Orlando. I remember how awesome that atmosphere was. I mean, it was just electric inside the arena. Daryl's got a hurt leg, and Doc plays him 49 minutes. Tracy goes for, Tracy goes for 50 and both 43 minutes. You guys gotten you got how did you feel after that game? You guys got no break whatsoever. I don't, I don't recall. They call, they call him they they call me Armstrong, they call him outlaw. We, <laughs> we That's it. That's how you do it. We was um I, I can't remember to be honest with you, but I I bet you I know I was tired because you know that takes a lot out of you, man. That play playoff is and Jeff 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 know. Uh, the intensity of playing in the playoffs, everybody motors is, is moving and it's, and it's another level. So uh, it's no taking plays off. You got to just, you know, you got to, you just got to do it. But I guarantee you, I slept good that night. I probably, yeah. I, probably I think, I, I think probably, that, I probably skipped that, dinner. That series, uh, that series uh, in my mind was maybe the most physical series that I've yeah. seen the magic be. Yeah. Yeah. Would you guys speak to that? Was it, 
Have you played in uh, – did you ever play in a more physical playoff series than that Milwaukee series in 01? No. Detroit. Uh, I think Detroit. I, I deal with a lot of physicality because I was down there in the trenches. Dow is just – Dow's always in contact. He's going to always get in contact. But I was down there with those guys every possession, and they made sure that you felt it. But that was that was the way of the league. It was physical already. So imagine – the level it went to during the playoffs. Because it goes from here to the regular season, then it goes up to the playoffs, and the physicality just went through the roof. And like, that's how you see we almost got in a fight. Because no one's finna hold punches, and no one's finna take a back seat. You push me, I'm pushing you. If Dow got hit, you can most definitely think, I'm coming to get down. Come this way, I'm taking this foul. It wasn't and, no, you yeah. get down, you by yourself. And remember, and remember they, back then, you could you can use your forearm, and keep yeah. your forearm on. You can hand check, keep your hand check on. Yeah. So it, it, it made it physical. Um, and uh, now you can't touch nobody. So, uh, you know, it's different. But but um, but back well, you then. Said yeah, it, you said Detroit. You said Detroit was more physical. That, that one was a physical just because of Darvin Ham and uh, Irvin Johnson. They were some physical big guys. Scott Williams. And, and um, who was the other one? Scott Williams. Scott Williams. Them dudes Scott like terrible. And Scott knew how to play. Scott, Scott knew yes. how to play. You're right. And, uh, but Detroit was a physical game as well. Um, you know, with Ben Wallace, uh, Cliff Robinson. Uh, Rasheed. Rasheed. Cor- not no, Rasheed. Rasheed went on that team. Corliss. Corliss yeah, Williams. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and then when they got down 3-1, it really got, it got really physical. They was, you know, making sure I was getting hit. I was doing that one-two pick and roll, and and, and then they started calling a legal strain on me. And they, but that, at the same time, they was get they was getting licks on me because they was coming right through me. Um, and so, you know, uh, they picked it up, and it got it got physical. And we got to game seven, and we just couldn't couldn't match the intensity that they had. They, you know, they they knew it, and uh, you know, give them credit as well. So, but I mean, it's it's it was basketball was fun back then, Jeff. And I know Jeff, you know it. Playoff was fun. <laughs> Because you can you can you can hit somebody. You can really, you know, be physical. You can play. You can touch somebody. Uh, if you really if you really scored a bucket back then, you earned you earned that bucket. You earned that it, wasn't bucket. No, it, it wasn't no uh, free 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 movement that they have now, where you you can't hold somebody or, or stop somebody from coming through the lane. Usually that that becomes a foul now today. But um, you know, back in the day, I, I I and I grew up on that type of basketball, so. It, it was fun not only to see it, but it was also fun to play it. And then you just, and look at look look at the last dance. I mean, looked at some of those those scores with Jordan yeah. and won eighty eight to seventy five. You know, right. it was defense. You know, so yeah. not 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 today. We, you might see one hundred and forty, one hundred and one hundred and fifty. You know, yeah. in, in a <laughs> playoff game tonight. Might see that tonight. Exactly. Might see that tonight. All right, well, Daryl, let's let you get out of here. You got a big game tonight. Get, give us. We got to know is is Luka Doncic. More popular or Boban Marjanovic? Both, both, <laughs> both, both. They are, and they, and then they hang out together a lot, uh, especially in the bubble. But um, they just—I mean—they both are very popular. Um, I had somebody the other day DM me. Uh, I think it was my my, my son's girlfriend say her cousin want a video for Boban. I was like. Oh Lord Jesus! But they, he just—he <laughs> just—he's just a loving—he's a loving guy, a good guy. Uh, I, I appreciate him every day. He gets his work in. Uh, if he don't play, he'll come in early and do his own work. You know, he—he—he he, he does it like he's supposed to do it. And 
and nobody has to ask him to come in. Nobody has to wait on him. He's already in the gym, and uh, he always prepare himself. So whenever you see him having a good game, don't be surprised because he, he stays ready. Yeah. And he prepares himself to stay ready. And, uh, you know, and with Luca, I mean, he's just an incredible uh, 21-year-old uh, athlete. Uh, but it doesn't surprise me just knowing even when he, he first started playing professional sports, he was only 13 years old and he was with Real Madrid at that time. So that doesn't surprise me with the maturity of his his game and the way he plays. He knows that he, he knows what he wants. He knows how to, how to get it. And uh, he's always – going to be right there where he's near a triple-double because he, he, he finds guys and, and for shots. And we got guys that can shoot the basketball, so he makes sure they get their shot. And he also makes sure he gets his triple-double. He's going to get the triple-double. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching that. How are you holding up in there, DA? Are you are you doing okay? You've been there like um, six, seven weeks now. Let me let me tell you all something. Uh, whenever they tell us we got to leave or we get put out of the playoff or whatever, I'm going to be sad. This is like coming to America. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel so. I feel so safe in here. Uh, we yeah. get tested every day. Uh, you know, uh, they take care of. We play golf um, whenever we want to. Uh, we got a barbershop they built here on campus. Um, we eat three meals a day. So I mean, you can't. You know, you can't ask for more. I mean, the NBA and Disney have done it. Done a great job and done it right. And and it's and it's exciting for me to see. It's been some really good basketball games um, played here in the bubble. And um, also, you know, just, um, you know, when we get to these playoffs starting today, well, we already got one game already started. Um, you know, the excitement for fans um, around the world to see playoff basketball again and and not have anyone, this is probably the, the positive, not have anyone to test positive as players. Um, so you can't tell me the NBA and Disney hasn't done it right. Well, I think Bo's already had three meals, haven't you, Bo? It was about one thirty. Yeah, I had two for sure. Uh, I'm getting ready to go get a snack in a little bit. You know, I got to get my eat. Uh, gym, gym. You, I, I work out still, so I got to eat. There you go. Uh, we already, I already know you. You done had some milk already this morning. <laughs> you know, I had some milk. What kind of question is that, man? <laughs> uh, well, listen, guys. Well, Daryl, good luck to you and you guys. I, I think I right. I speak for everybody, guys, and you weigh in too, but. You guys are fan favorites for a reason. I mean, you had such an impact on this town, the both of you, and and we we just we never and Bo, Bo doesn't want to hear this, so he's gone. But you guys, you guys, no, well, you guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys had such an impact on this community; it'll never be forgotten. And uh, you're fan favorites for a reason. You guys left such a mark on this place. I appreciate it, Dante. Dante, you got your um, Tom Brady jersey in Tampa now. I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get one. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, Darryl, you know, I know you know you're I a see Junior all the time, right? Uh, I know he's a. You know I see DJ in the gym all the time. You know that's my guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he works out. I, DJ's yeah. trying to get it in. Both both nah, both works out. My son he, sometimes too. Oh, okay. He grew, nice. man. Yeah. He grew. Yeah, he's, he's long. Yeah. No, he's a lot taller than you. That is not hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it. This podcast has been brought to you by the Celtos SUV from Kia, official vehicle of the Orlando Magic. Give it everything. Make a long playoff run, Darrell. We'll be cheering for yes, you, okay? Sir. Appreciate that. Thank you. Good luck, man. All right, guys. All right, good, good luck, luck to y'all, too, as well. See you.